Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Sif Heider, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? Actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business, or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. So let's get right into it. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to another episode of the Dream Bigger podcast. So today's show is going to be all about my recent breast reduction surgery. So if you don't follow me on social, you probably have no context, but I just went through um, breast reduction surgery. What was it? This last Friday. So like fairly recent by the time this comes out, it'd be like, Uh, like a week and a half or whatever. But yeah, I recently just had breast reduction surgery and I wanted to take you guys through my whole journey, everything from my mindset to how I found my doctor to pre-op, post-op surgery day, recovery, and how I'm feeling right now. So my goal with this episode is really to kind of give you guys details. If you are thinking of a surgery like this, I know that when I was thinking of getting breast reduction, which has been for years, it was really difficult for me to find real life examples of people who had gone through the whole process. I found it was a lot easier for me to come upon examples of people who'd shared their breast augmentation journey, which of course, was like a great jumping point for me, but I really struggled to find those real life examples of people who'd gone through breast reduction. So I wasn't really sure what to expect until I actually started talking about it to people that I knew. And then it was just like examples from friends or like friends of friends. And I found that really helpful. So my goal is to kind of provide all the information so that if this is something you're considering or have thought about or are just curious about, you have it all out there. So this week, I won't be doing a hot tip because I'm sharing so many products within the episode, but I do want to share this week's review before we get into the show. And it comes from Devin Taylor. And she says, fave podcast. Every episode of this podcast finds a way to inspire me. Listening to Sifat feels like you're having a conversation with your best friend. Definitely my number one recommended show. This is such a sweet review. Thank you so much, Devin. And honestly, 
reviews like this mean the world to me. If you do have a second, please, please open up the Apple podcast app, scroll down to where it says rate and review the show. Leave me a rating, leave me a review. Tell me what you're loving about the show, what you want to hear more of, what's really resonating. It helps the show grow. It helps get to like more people who hopefully these episodes can help, who can get inspired by these episodes and also helps me understand what's really resonating with you guys and the kind of guests that you want on or like the kind of solo episodes that I should do. So it really helps shape the direction of the podcast. So I can't ask enough times, but please do leave a review if you feel like the show brings you value. All right. So with that, let's jump into today's episode. So the first thing I want to discuss is mindset and my why. So I have been a size, like a very large breast size, 28G to be exact pre-surgery. And I've been this size my whole life. And honestly, like I did really love my body and I do of course really love my body, but it is very impractical to do regular things with boobs that size, quite frankly, like, you know, running, working out always required me to wear these like very heavy duty bras. I had shoulder pain, some back pain, neck pain. I was just always sore in my upper body and I was just kind of done with it. And so all my life, I remember thinking that like one day I'm going to get breast reduction surgery because I just, it was getting very impractical for me to live that way. And ultimately last year I made the decision that I was actually going to do it like immediately like all the years before that, it was like, I'm going to do it one day. And then last year I was like, no, I'm going to do it right away because why am I even waiting? You know, if this is something that is making my quality of life worse, then why not change it? Because I'd gotten to the point where I was like complaining about it lots or like I would, you know, think to myself like, oh fuck, like, wouldn't it be nice to be able to wear one bra while working out instead of two? And so I was like done with complaining about it and decided that I was going to make a change. And so I went down this rabbit hole of trying to find a doctor that I was really happy with. And I wanted to share my process around the research that I did because I hope that it's helpful for you guys. So what I looked for was doctors who had either written a lot of articles, who had like prominent social media channels, who there were like real life examples of people having gone to them, if that makes sense. So like people, like any like influencers, celebrities, podcasters, I followed if someone went to a doctor and said like good things about them, then I looked into that doctor and also in terms of like personal, like real life examples from people that I knew as well. Ultimately, I ended up going with Dr. Daniel Barrett, who I'm going to actually have on the podcast. And he is absolutely incredible. And I found him again through like going down this rabbit hole. And I realized that he was kind of known as like the booby doctor. And my whole criteria was I really wanted to see doctors previous works whichever doctor I went with. And like, I really wanted to make sure that they specialized in boobs versus like facial reconstruction, because I do think that there's like a level of artistry that I would want my doctor to have in boobs specifically, since that's what I was going in for. 
and obviously like went through Dr. Barrett's whole like Instagram, his TikTok. And um, he was just like an artist when it comes to boobs. He's incredible. And I also had like an example of someone who had gone to him and who was really, really happy with her results. And so that kind of gave me the vote of confidence that I also needed. So back in January, I went for my first consultation with Dr. Barrett and I absolutely loved him. I thought that it was such a great experience. He was very understanding. We talked about everything from like my goal for how I wanted the end result to be, to surgery plan, like the the kind of operation I would need and kind of giving me a realistic rundown of like what I should expect and all of that. So in terms of what we decided on after meeting with him, we decided to do a breast reduction lift liposuction and a fat transfer. So initially I like, you know, I wanted the reduction and lift to be done. But then when I went to him, I was like, okay, like I also want a little bit of volume at the top of my boobs. You know what I mean? Like usually boobs are like, I guess like more teardrop shaped, but then when someone goes and gets an implant, it's more like full from the top. So you have this like nice cleavage effect when, even when you're not wearing a bra. So that's kind of what I wanted, but I didn't want to get an implant. So Dr. Barrett suggested um, a fat transfer. And because he was going to be taking out quite a bit of fat from my existing boobs and also from like the underarm area, because that's where a lot of tissue kind of forms as well for people who have larger breasts, it was going to be a fairly easy process. And then he was also going to get a little bit of fat from my back area also, like just to kind of like supplement. So that was the whole plan. I showed him pictures of the boobs that I liked because he doesn't like to go by size he likes to go by pictures. And so, you know, prior to my consultation with him, I'd gathered like pictures of boobs that I really liked and took it to him. And the whole goal was to get me down to a size, which was proportional for my body. So a lot of questions that I've gotten from you guys is, okay, like, is there like a limit to what size you can go down to? And I think that that's where the artistry of a doctor comes in because I thankfully, like I, or like I never had the intention of going down to an A or like wanting to be completely flat because I love the shape of my body. I love my curves. And I felt that if I went down to too low of a size, I just wouldn't feel like myself in my body. And Dr. Barrett's viewpoint was that he wanted me to look proportional. So, you know, I have larger hips and he wanted to kind of like even that out and he wanted me to feel like myself in my body as well. So when we finished the consultation, the goal was really to get me down to a D, which is a size that I feel like really happy about. And so that's kind of the plan that we went with. And then I booked my surgery for March basically. So I had about six weeks in between to like prepare mindset wise and all of that. But I was so excited the minute that that surgery got booked. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it's happening. And again, like what I loved about Dr. Barrett and why I've decided to, or why I decided to go to him was because even the aftercare that they were talking about post-surgery was something that I felt like I needed as a patient. I didn't just want to go to a doctor who would do my tits and then like, you know, be on your way and fend for yourself. Like that's just not how I knew I would feel supported. So I was really happy when um, they kind of took me through like the post-op plan, I guess. And it involved a lot of me having to go into 
the office, me seeing Dr. Barrett a few more times, doing red light therapy. And there was just a lot of aftercare involved. And so I just felt it was very, very thoughtful. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Emma Shagormley. We are two best friends with one common obsession, beauty. beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We tried it all and we've got your back. We'll be calling on all our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. Consider us your beauty 411 and sometimes your 911. From how to fix brassy hair to the pros and cons of laser facials and always with a cocktail in hand, always. So be prepared to be obsessed. Check out Lipstick on the Rim wherever you get your podcasts. So now I'm going to go through, I guess, pre-op and what I did to prepare for surgery. So obviously like two weeks ahead of surgery, I had a call with Dr. Barrett's team and they kind of went over like the do's and don'ts. So like obviously staying away from certain foods and certain supplements and all of that. And the whole goal prior to surgery is also to keep your immune system really, really strong because then recovery is a lot easier. And so that was really my plan. So of course, like no drinking for two weeks ahead of surgery is what's recommended by the doctor. What else? Like obviously eating like really like healthy food, which is something I love doing anyway. And then in terms of like just boosting my immune system. I also took a few supplements. I was taking really high doses of vitamin C, elderberry, and I was taking the throat spray from Beekeepers Natural, which has propolis and a few other really like good immune supporting ingredients that comes from bees. And I'm a big fan of the brand. So, you know, use that product for actually like probably more than two weeks ahead of surgery. And I just found that it kept my immune system really, really strong. So two weeks ahead of surgery, that's when all the prep started. And then I honestly, guys, like I felt nothing, like no nerves, no nothing until two days before the surgery. So I had my surgery on, what was it? On Friday. And I started to feel nerves on Wednesday. So Wednesday night, Nish, my brother and I, we went out for dinner and I was just like very antsy, came home and I just started bawling. I was so like scared or not even scared. I was just nervous. I was nervous to be put under. And then it was just this feeling of like, oh, my body's going to change. And what I would equate it to is almost like moving out of a home where that home maybe gives you like quite a bit of grief and there's like water leaks and I don't know, whatever issues homes have. And you know, it's time to move out, but like you at the last minute have this, these like attachments. So that's kind of how I felt. It was like very, it was like inexplicable. I suddenly had all these like nerves around anesthesia and going under. So that was Wednesday night and Thursday morning, I decided to message one of my friends who has had, you know, experience with certain procedures and just like messaged her and found out like how she did, if she knew anyone who'd had the same procedure. And she was so, so supportive and just gave me like the boost of confidence that I needed. And like suddenly I just felt like all my worries were gone. And then that same night on Thursday evening, I had a dinner that I went to and I was talking to a lot of the women about the fact that I was going into surgery the next day and they were so kind and so supportive and most of them had had some sort of work done and they just kind of gave me a lot of tips and confidence about like going under and how, you know, it's like a very easy kind of basic thing for plastic surgeons 
in general and that I was in really good hands. So I think that if you are going through any sort of like surgery or procedure, I think it's really helpful to have people who have gone through it, who you can message if you're nervous the day before and just feel like you have a support system of people. I know that it really, really helped me. And so by Thursday night after that dinner, I was feeling really, really good and super positive, super excited for surgery. And I had like a really great sleep. And my surgery on Friday was actually scheduled for the afternoon. So this is where, this is kind of like something that made me a little nervous because eight hours prior to surgery, you're not allowed to eat anything or drink any water or any fluids actually. For me, I am someone who goes through so much water in a day. It is like unfathomable. So for me to not be drinking water for that period of time, because it was essentially overnight plus like for eight hours until my surgery that afternoon, that made me a little nervous, but you know, whatever, like did it anyway. So surgery day arrived Friday, ready to go. By the time I arrived, it was like 3.30 for my surgery. I was extremely dehydrated and just like ready to get everything over with. I was just excited to drink water at that point. In terms of my experience that day, Dr. Barrett came in, he did markings. We went over the surgery plan one more time and him and his whole team were absolutely incredible. Like so, so supportive, so kind, like just there to answer any questions and reassure me in any way that they could, that everything was going to go well. And I just felt like I was in such good hands. And you know, guys, like it's such a major surgery to go through like something like this and knowing that you're being taken care of and that you have like a whole team of like really supportive staff who are there to answer any questions or be there for you even after surgery. It was just a very nice feeling. So I honestly cannot recommend Dr. Barrett and his team enough because they were just really wonderful throughout the whole process. So once the markings and stuff were done, I was given IV. I was really, really dehydrated. So um, they started that IV process. And before I knew it, I was like rolled into essentially the operating room and got put under. Okay. So one funny thing, funny, like one of those, like, of course it would happen to me things, which I wanted to share is the fucking morning of my surgery. I get my period. And I was three days early. I don't even know how these things happen, but you know, God was out there being like, here you go. Here's your period, like a little joke. But I called in that morning and I was like, what the hell do I do? And they were just really nice about it. They said that it's completely fine that I have my period and just to wear a pad and come on in free surgery. And so just want to give you guys this like little tip because I don't know if it's fucking talked about, but people do get their periods on the day of surgery or have it on the week of surgery. I don't know. I was really freaked out. It was perfectly fine. So if this happens to you, do not worry. They will still operate on you and everything is going to be okay. All right. So anyway, I, I go into surgery. They do their thing, I guess. And, you know, I, I come up after like however long they took. I think the, the whole surgery was about three hours. So when I woke up from general anesthesia or whatever, I was just like so sleepy and foggy, obviously. Um, and I was in quite a bit of pain. So in terms of the medication that was prescribed to me ahead of going into the surgery that I was supposed to take, like obviously afterwards, they had prescribed a painkiller, 
a stool softener. What else? Antibiotics, an anti-nausea patch and anti-nausea medication. And oh, I forgot to add this, but I did wear an anti-nausea patch the night before I went into surgery and I took that off after surgery. So um, that really just stops you from getting sick. And I found that it was really, really helpful. So the reason I went over, I'm telling you guys about my medication is I really, really did not want to take the prescription grade painkillers. And actually like Dr. Barrett's team, another thing that I fucking love about them is the fact that they really do kind of encourage you to go down the natural route when possible. So they always said that like, okay, take the medication if necessary, if absolutely necessary. But what they encouraged me to do was treat the pain with Tylenol and CBD oil, which is actually what I proceeded to do. And guys, I am still to this day shocked at like how manageable the pain was. The first day I was obviously like the most sore. So I came home, obviously like took a Tylenol and um, CBD oil. And then I had to do another round of that, like in the middle of the night, because I was just, I was in quite a bit of pain, but with those two things, like the Tylenol and the CBD oil, the pain was completely manageable. And I know that a lot of people are like scared of like the pain level. And I have to tell you, it was so much better than I thought it would be. Like I had made it out to be this like really big, scary thing in my mind, but it just was not that bad. Like I've gone through like way more painful situations and it's not like I'm someone with like the highest threshold for pain. It's just that this was very, very manageable. So when I got home, obviously like I like Nish and my brother came to get me, took me home. First thing I did was sit down and have my antibiotics and Tylenol and CBD and all of that. And then I was told to have liquids that day. So they had gotten just like soup made with like bone broth as the base, just because my whole thing is like, inflammation. I want to get rid of it as quickly as possible and like support my immune system because I'd gone through this like huge surgery. And so bone broth was really, really important to me. And so I was able to come home, have soup. I drank so much water. I was extremely dehydrated guys. Like this is, I I think like, honestly speaking more than anything, more than the pain, the dehydration was the gnarliest part of this whole thing. The first night that I was back, I drank so much water that I had to go to the bathroom five times at night, like five fucking times. Poor Nish, he never slept because I couldn't like get up on my own. And he had to like, you know, get me out of bed to take me to the bathroom. So, okay, now I'll go over like pain level. I'm sorry if I'm all over the place. I'm like trying to give you as much information as I possibly can, but let's get into like pain level and all of that. So basically it feels like you did a million lat pull downs. And I had spoken to my friend who'd gotten like a little bit of lipo on her stomach. And she was like, it just feels like you've done like so many crunches and literally what I would equate getting breast reduction and like the, the whole surgery that I did was that you feel like you've done a million lat raises or lat pull down, sorry. And you have no strength. Like I had no strength to move myself around on my bed. I had no, like all the strength had to come from my legs. And the thing is that anesthesia, even when you come out of it, it basically like kind of stays in your system for about 72 hours. And so I was really, really woozy. So Nish had to, you know, get me out of bed and walk me to the bathroom. I refused to let him come in and, you know, I used the bathroom um, 
closed the door and like got back up myself. That was like not a problem because I just used my leg strength to get up, if that makes sense. On top of that, after you come home, I was encouraged by Dr. Barrett to walk as much as I could. So like even just for like two, three minutes, every like like every little bit, just because if you don't move around, you're at risk of getting blood clots. And obviously you want to avoid that. So movement is the best way to do that. So like, as soon as I came home, I was not really in my senses, but like Nish like held my hand and just like walked me around the house. It doesn't have to be a long walk, just like literally a loop around your home or whatever. So I did that a couple of times before going to bed, obviously lots of water. And then I told you guys that I have like, I had like no arm strength basically. That night I had to sleep basically upright. So I was just like propped up by a bunch of pillows and almost like slept while sitting up. And the reason for that is that it just like helps with the pressure on your, on your boobs after a surgery like that. But I slept fine, woke up the next day already. There was like a little bit of um, improvement in terms of pain level. And the next day it was really about managing the inflammation that had come up. So Dr. Barrett gave me um, a a bunch of different supplements, which included this formula called Heal Fast. And it is basically like a natural formula. It has a bunch of herbs, minerals, vitamins, which helps with inflammation, just like helps the body kind of recover from any injury or surgery or whatever. So I started having that twice a day, five capsules each time. He also gave me an Arnica complex, which again, helps with inflammation. I was taking CBD oil for pain. What else? I have like a whole list, right? There we go. I was also taking magnesium every night. And then I was taking, and then I, I, not was, I still am taking all of these things. I'm also taking a probiotic, which I space out between like my antibiotic doses. So Um, you know, antibiotics kill essentially your entire gut bacteria, like good, bad, everything's gone. And so it's really important to take it in conjunction with a probiotic, but what you don't want to do is take them like together. So I space my probiotic out from my antibiotic by about like two to three hours. And that just makes sure that they're not canceling each other out. The probiotic that I'm currently having is from beekeepers as well. Um, Carly, the founder, gifted me their probiotic and I had it on hand and, you know, I've heard great things about it. So that's what I'm currently taking. On top of that, I am also taking our like array bloat capsules. And the reason is because it has bromelain in it and bromelain is really, really good for inflammation. And also because your digestive system is fucking out of whack after going under um, anesthesia. And so you want to support it as like much as you possibly can. Again, I, I told you guys that they prescribed a stool softener for me and I actually didn't even need that. Like I went to the bathroom just fine the next day. And I really do think that it's because of all the constant work that I'm doing on my gut, which includes taking the right supplements alongside like a really good healthy diet. So never needed the stool softener either. So I think I already mentioned magnesium. I'm continuing to take vitamin C, the beekeeper's throat spray and elderberry as well. So that's like my whole supplement regimen post uh, surgery. So yesterday was my first follow-up appointment with Dr. Barrett and they were awesome. Basically when you go through a surgery like this, you have five layers of stitching or that at least that's what Dr. Barrett's team did for me. And yesterday's appointment, basically they took out the first layer of stitches. I was really nervous, but I was honestly not even 
on CBD oil or Tylenol and I was completely fine. It wasn't very painful at all. And while I was there, they gave me red light therapy to help with scarring and recovery. And I actually have like a bunch of red light therapy appointments at Dr. Barrett's office to help with recovery. And while I was there, they also recommended that I take an Arnica shot, like basically an injection. And the reason they recommended that was because it's like the most bioavailable and would get to work the quickest and would kind of fight that inflammation. So I took that as well. And then basically like after you take that, you don't have to take the Arnica pills for a full week. And guys, like I took that shot and it was incredibly helpful. I noticed a major decline in my pain level and I kind of had like a little bit more range of movement on my arms as well. So it really, really helped. And, you know, if you guys are going through a surgery like this, and I recommend like when you're going in for your follow-ups to ask if they can offer you Arnica shots, because it was really, really a game changer. And then of course, like in terms of like what I'm doing post-op, I'm focusing still on a ton of bone broth. I have bone broth every single day. I have a lot of fermented foods because they're good for the gut, eating as clean as I possibly can. Um, The other thing I do want to point out though, is that post-surgery, you have to, or like I was told I have to consume about 20% more calories than I normally do. I of course don't really count my calories at all, but my goal was then to consume about 20% more food than I normally eat. So for the first few days, this was actually like a little challenging. So I was just dumping a lot of like really high quality fats into my food. And I, I hope that helped. I was actually feeling like really, really good. So I'm guessing it did help. Of course, like lots of vegetables as well. Look guys, like I really did not want to be the person to take the stool softener. I I wanted to avoid it if I could. And so, you know, populating my diet with like these like really good fiber rich gut healthy foods, I think really helped my case. And so I just, I want to make sure that you guys know how far you can go with like foods and natural things that you have available to you ahead of surgery and to help you recover post-operation. Okay. And so let's talk about post-operation, how I was feeling, how I am feeling now. So one thing that I've said on my Instagram is that I am absolutely in awe of the human body's ability to heal itself and like how quickly it heals after something like this. Like this was a major surgery and yet I've bounced back so quickly. Today I'm actually five days post-operation and I was able to make my own coffee and cook myself some scrambled eggs and I'm being able to walk for longer periods of time. So the one thing I do want to say is that you have to be really gentle with yourself. The first three days, I would say first day post-op, I was like just complete brain fog and it's completely normal because you'd just gone under anesthesia same thing day two, day three, like day three, like the brain fog started to fade, but it was still like really difficult for me to like sit down and concentrate on things for long periods of time. I would say that today is finally a day where I'm able to kind of sit down and do a little bit of light work. But um, I was told that the first week after surgery is like the hardest week and to take some time off work if possible, which is something I also recommend to anyone going through this. So, you know, be really gentle with yourself. Don't you know, put yourself in a position where you're having to make like any serious business decisions. I've relied so heavily on Nish and my whole team. And I'm really, really grateful to have them because like, I don't like, if it weren't for them, I wouldn't have been able to take this time off. And if you can't take time off, then don't go through surgery because you will need that time off. 
aside from the brain fog, honestly, like exhaustion was a big, big thing. I, for the first three days, I had to nap in the middle of the day. Also, I wanted to go out on walks, obviously, because it was recommended, but you know, the length of walk definitely is different from what you do when you're hundred percent hale and hearty. So the first, or I think the second day I was like overestimating how much I could walk. And, um, I got really tired. I had to come home and like lie down because I felt lightheaded. So, you know, go out on walks, but like, you know, make them like two minute walks and then like add on to that. Now I'm way better. Like five days post-op, I'm like walking around like, I don't know, for like a full 20 minutes or whatever. And I feel fine, but you build it up gradually. You know, there's no need to be Superman. Like it's just, you know, that's just not how your body works and be really gentle with yourself. The other thing is what I'm wearing. So one thing I would advise is ahead of going into this surgery, make sure you buy like four or five front zip hoodies because I know that I won't be able to wear anything that kind of goes on top of my head. Like I'll basically have to wear these like zip up hoodies for the next, like, I want to say week altogether. So I I only have like two things and I had to buy like two more just because it's fucking gross to wear the same thing every single day. So if I was going through this again, that's what I would kind of advise myself. So make sure you're going into it prepared with like plenty of like cute zip up hoodies. But in terms of how I'm feeling, and I guess like this will like really wrap up the episode, I am so happy with my decision. Um, I feel so much lighter in a way that I cannot even explain. Like my back already feels better. I feel like just way lighter as a human being. And, you know, I've spoken to so many people now who have gotten breast reduction or like someone in their lives have gotten it. And this is a theme that I hear over and over again, that people are just really happy with their decision. And even while speaking to doctors, I've heard that the, like one of the most rewarding surgeries that they perform is breast reduction because patients are just so happy afterwards and their whole lives have changed. And that's how I feel right now. And this is like five days post-op, like I'm not even doing anything. I'm so excited to be able to like do activities and do it while wearing one bra. I am so excited to be able to shop for a dress and tops without a hundred different considerations. Like you know, you guys, unless you have boobs that are also really, really big, it is so fucking difficult to buy anything. And, you know, it was really difficult for me to wear any dresses because I couldn't wear anything without a back that was too low. That was um, a tank top or anything like that. A tube top, like none of those because bras were always a consideration for me. So I'm extremely, extremely grateful that I did this. It's probably the best gift that I've given to myself. And if this is something that you are considering, I think the one thing that I would say to you is that, you know, if you are thinking about something, complaining about it in your own head or unhappy about it for an incredibly long period of time and it's hindering the way that you live your life, then I would suggest you go like get a consultation and see how you can change it. In hindsight, I wish I'd done it earlier, if anything. And any pain that I'm dealing with, which is like honestly like 
really like negligible to begin with. But all of that and like any nerves that I had pre-surgery was absolutely worth the result basically. And I look at myself in the mirror right now and I'm just so, so happy, like just so happy with like my size and how light I feel. And it's, it's just insane. Oh, and speaking of looking at myself in the mirror, I am not good with scars or blood. And so I actually refused to look at the final result (laughs) until I went in for my follow-up yesterday. So when I was getting changed, I actually made Nish do it and I refused to look. I made him put like um, like a sleeping eye patch on me so I wouldn't even have a chance to look at anything. But I have to say that like there's barely any blood. Obviously like like, you know, there's like scarring and stuff, but it's covered up with like tape right now. And then it'll fade and I'll, you know, use scar gel and all of that. But so far, really, really, really positive experience. Obviously, I am so grateful for the medical team that I chose to go with. Um, I'm so excited to have Dr. Barrett on the podcast and answer any more questions that you guys have. But yeah, if you guys are considering this or it's been a thought in your mind, I hope that this episode gives you the confidence that you need. And of course, like, you know, if you want more behind the scenes or want to ask me any questions around breast reduction, follow me on Instagram at Sif Hyder and send me a DM. I'm happy to answer any questions you guys have. I do like daily update videos as well. So I hope you guys found this episode helpful and let me know if you have any questions and thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved the episode and feel like it brought you value, don't forget to rate the show and leave a review. It takes five seconds and really helps the show grow so I can keep bringing on awesome guests. If you want to follow me behind the scenes, you can find me on Instagram at Sif Hyder. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I drop new episodes every Tuesday, so come hang with me and shoot the shit with some really smart people, learn and unlearn, and have a lot of fun. See you next week.